The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Take a listen to this. Hello, it's me, Mario. Woohoo! And the way to do. Ho ho! That is my next guest, who is behind the iconic voice of Mario and Luigi in the very famous video games you have probably all played since your childhood. Charles Martinet has been part of popular culture for decades and is even a Guinness World Record holder for his performance as Mario. And he is joining me now ahead of his visit to Ireland for Dublin Comic Con. Welcome, Charles. Hello to all my friends in Dublin. It's a me, Super Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia, you're number one. Ha-ha. Hello. Hello. That is absolutely amazing. Like, I have so many questions, Charles. Take me back. Were you a voice actor before you considered auditioning for for, for the voice of Mario? Yes, I was. I was a, a voice actor and just general actor in San Francisco, California. And I was doing what actors do, uh, lying on the beach, reading a book, waiting for my pager to go off. This is 31, <laughs> 32 years ago. And it went off and it was a friend of mine who said, you know, oh, hey, you got to go crash this audition. Because I went, I left the beach to get to a phone because that well, was That's how pagers worked. <laughs> to talk into, you know. I said, there is absolutely no way I would ever crash an audition. I am a professional. Where should I go? And I have no idea why, but I left the beach, drove downtown, found a parking space, a miracle, and went into this audition. I actually, the cameraman and the producer were walking out the door when I met them face on. I said, can I please read for this? Because I recognize the Sony uh, Betacam uh, camera bag. And he goes, ugh. All right, come on in. We'll set the camera back up. You're an Italian plumber from Brooklyn called Mario for this uh, company called Nintendo. And we're going to do a real-time animation system where you have these things glued to your face and you're going to have a hidden camera, hidden microphone, and you'll hear and see the audience, but they'll hear and see only Mario, not you. So, you know, we have no idea if this is going to work or not, but we're make up a voice, make up a video game. Start talking, and whenever you stop talking, that's your audition. And you know, I knew nothing about video games. I, I'd never heard of Mario, had never heard of Nintendo, and I think, okay, Italian plumber from Brooklyn, get out of my face! I'm working here. Leave me alone, you know. Or hey, and when do you sing? What do you want from me? And I thought, gosh, I don't want to do that all day because what if there are children there? I don't want to be this vicious, <laughs> angry sort of guy all day long. So I had played Gremio and Taming of the Shrew a few years before. Nice Italian guy, vocal like this, ah yes. And I thought, well, make him younger and make up a video. I don't know anything about video. Can I just ask you at this stage, we're 32 years ago, what, like, had Nintendo had any games? Like, what was the gaming situation at that time? Oh, sure, they started in 1985 with games, you know. They had uh, Mario games, Donkey Kong, the arcade games that you you saw, but, you know, they had never had a voice before. Yes, okay. So it was still relatively small in the world market, let's say, although a big hit in America. So I'm sitting there, I hear action, and and I just, what came to me was making up things about food, so I said, hello, I'm Mario. We got spaghetti and sausage and pizza. And I just started making things up about food until I ran out of pastas and things. And, 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 you know, sure enough, eventually I heard, there's no more tape. Cut. We'll be in touch. Thank you. That was 32 years or 31 years ago of absolute joy and fun. And so did you know at the time, like I'm because I used to be an actor 
and you yeah. sort of get an idea when you're in a room. You're like, oh, they're really enjoying this. Like, mm. I think I, I think I, I think I'm safe here. Or how did you feel leaving the audition? Did you have a sense that you got the job? Leaving the audition, I, I thought that was probably it. I mean, I enjoyed the idea. I was enjoying the voice so much and doing that and being playful and silly. And I love the fact that he said, you know, the challenge was don't stop until you run out of things to say. So me being the brat that I am, I'm like, okay. If that's challenge. the challenge, I will never run out of things to say. And so I just kept going and going and going, you know, but I, I really, I had no idea. I know I had fun. I know I enjoyed it. I know I loved doing that character. And that was, uh, that was just the beginning of, of what came next and next and next, you know, we doing real time animation. It was actually a one-off. It was supposed to be one time, one job, three days in, um, in Las Vegas for Consumer Electronics Show 1991, I do. And, in, in, you know, I, we all had so much fun and we, it was such a playful and joyful thing. They said, OK, let's do it again. And then from that one in Chicago, that one was so much fun. All right, let's do it again. So it just it kept coming back until one day I got a faithful phone call. Mr. Miyamoto would like you to play Mario in a video game. And I think I said, Woo-hoo! That, that was uh, that was, of course, uh, Super Mario 64. It's so wild to hear you do that woohoo because... I just celebrated so many victories in in uh, on my Super Nintendo with with that sound. Can you talk right. to us about what the process was? You know, we see videos online of let's say yeah. voice actors voicing Disney characters or something and we see they're in a booth and they're standing in front of a microphone. Is it the same process for a video game? Is it you in a booth and how physical are you? It it's it's fairly uh, it's fairly much the same thing. In the old days, you know, before computers and before you could re- record on your phone, national commercials with a $300 microphone, we all went into uh, uh, our agent's office and auditioned for everything together, you know, a tiny room smaller than your desk and people bobbing in and out to the microphone as you read the script. And now you just do everything on the phone or on your uh, laptop and and that's it. You know, you, you, you send that in and then you work in a void too. It's very rare, except in in cartoons where, you know, people are all together reading the script and, and going through things. So it's a very, it's a different isolated uh, thing, which is, which is one of the reasons I just absolutely love uh, events like Dublin Comic-Con. I get to see actors. I get to see other voice talent. I get to see other people that are in some of the games and, and the film projects that I do. It's really great. And I say, you know, for me, my perspective, I am the luckiest guy in the world. I get to do what I love to do in life. And it's, one message that I love to give to, to Mario fans and to anybody who will listen is, you know, find your joy, find your passion, explore what makes you happy. Because when you're happy, you know, it brings happiness to other people. And also life is short. I'm not, I'm quite tall, but life is short and you've got to enjoy as much as you can. And really, I think it's a great promise in life that when you're, when you're really becoming your own best friend and shutting down that horrible negative voice that we all have, you know, that says you're not good enough, that you fail, that you can't be happy and, you know, and do what you love to do. When you start really befriending yourself and and exploring your world as your own best friend and developing that relationship with yourself, you can't help but gain happiness and gain a certain level of, of uh, openness to, to the good things in life, you know, and you bring joy. It's just that simple. You bring joy to people by doing what brings you happiness. You know, whether that's driving a truck or doing electricity or making video games or, or doing voices, it's it's all about joy and happiness and the love that you 
you have in life. How does it feel to meet the people at Comic-Con who you bring such joy to? Like, is it odd to be recognized for your voice? It's lovely to be recognized. You know, I have been doing this for so many years that I hear from people that are 50 all the way down to people that are three. You know, you're the voice of my childhood and I grew up with you. And, you know, when you hear that from a seven-year-old, I grew up with you. It's, it's quite a lovely experience, you know, but when you hear it from a 50-year-old, it's a little bit shocking, you know. <laughs> but that's the way life is. It's so fast, but it's it's absolutely gorgeous. I, I love it. I, it's such an honor to me to, to have uh, to, to get to know that I have an impact with what I do what I love to do and I get to find out that that has an impact on other people that they you know somehow that adds to their life adds a little joy you know that's a tremendous honor so I, I absolutely love it and I'm, I'm absolutely always uh, very touched by people's expressions of, of affection and good memories and happiness. Can I ask about how the character or the, the, the job that you got of being Mario then morphed into being Luigi and Wario and the other characters that you voiced for the series? Well, it was it's all been one gift after another, really. You know, I, I was doing Mario. We had a Mario in real time, a giant semi-tractor trailer truck that we were driving around to store openings. And I'm, I'm in a, a store parking lot and... Uh, Probably a nine-year-old said, uh, Mr. Mario, can I please see and talk with Luigi? And of course, we didn't have a Luigi at the time. So I, I pretended like there was an off-screen world that I was living in my house and Luigi was over there and our bedroom was over there and dad was over there and mom was over there. And so I'd say, hey, Luigi, can you come out and say hello? And, it, you know, and he'd say, I couldn't move my mouth because all these things attached to my <laughs> mouth would, would show the mouth movement. So I, I would say, as Luigi would say, uh, no, I'm in the kitchen making spaghetti meatballs. Besides, I'm too shy. Oh, he says he's too shy. And so I'd have this little dialogue going on. Then I noticed the children's heads were going, you know, like a little tennis match. Yeah. It, it, we had this little comedy bit going with the kids. But one day I, I, I went in to do another uh, Mario event uh, at the Consumer Electronics Show. And there was this gorgeous character of Wario. And they said, well, put, put a voice to him. He's like the, uh, the nemesis of Mario. And so I, I did, you know, I, I happened to know somebody that the character was based on and, you know, I'm grumpy all the time, you know, and I said, I'll have a rotten day. You know, so I started doing that and they said, oh, that's perfect, that's perfect. And then one day I, I went in and there was Luigi in, in a game. And uh, when we recorded, I think it was Mario Tennis, there was, there was, you know, Waluigi. So they just said, you know, that's the nemesis. And I thought, the core emotion of kind of self-pity would be very appropriate, you know, as the as the antithesis of fear and trepidation, you know. So I try to put a funny spin on that character. And and anger of, of Wario is kind of like the opposite of the love and joy and respect and honor of, of, of Mario. So I just play with those things. And I always am sure when I do a character that I try to make the comedy fall back on the character and never go outwards, you know. It's also for me... I, I see in our world, and particularly <laughs> these days, it's sometimes it's it's very easy to become cynical and to and to lose uh, track of, of of the fact that people are good and people are wonderful. We just don't read about that in the newspaper. We read about the things that grab us on the the algorithm that pulls us down the next wormhole. But, you know, people are, are really good and should be celebrated. And, you know, the, the gratitude that I get at the, at the shows, I wish everybody got that, you know. Thank you for the electric plug. Thank you for my faucet that never leaks. You know, the, we, we all owe so much gratitude and so much 
togetherness to the world. I think that's one of the things about COVID, what it has taught us is how much we we need people, we need connection. And you know, this is going to a Comic-Con is the ultimate fabulous connection because people love to dress up and you know that they they meet people with a similar you know taste you know oh i love star trek oh i love star wars and they meet you know their princess leia and, and it's literally literally true i've met several couples over the years at comic-con who you know the, the guy that loves to dress up as mario met the woman who loves to dress up as princess peach they share their passions and pretty soon they're dating and the next thing i know there's a little baby mario and a baby princess peach coming to the show with them so do a lot of people come back to the same like you, you meet the same people at the comic-con that you've met in previous years have you been to dublin before no, I've never been to Dublin Comic Con. It's my first one. But yes, it's a lovely thing that uh, people come back and they collect your autograph or they, you know, they enjoy the interaction. So we have another interaction and a, a picture and you get to see, you know, them five years ago, 10 years ago. Or, you know, it's like the evolution. And unfortunately, you get to see yourself aging, too, in the process. <laughs> Luckily, Mario doesn't age. Charles, tell us how long you're going to be in Dublin for and when the Comic Con is on. Well, I'll be, I'll be there. The Comic-Con is on August 6th and 7th, um, and uh, there will be lots of people having fun, lots of celebrities, lots of great uh, cosplay and, and uh, vendors there. And, you know, at Comic-Con, it, it's just wonderful. It'll be a, a safe and happy, family-oriented environment and teen-oriented and older people-oriented, oriented towards everybody that loves to have fun, that has a passion for something in pop culture, whether it's video games or anime, and you know. And so that's what I, I just, uh, I hope to see everybody there because it's a weekend of complete, utter fun. That is August 6th and 7th. Uh, Charles, thank you so much. I'm very excited for you to come to Dublin. Uh, can we get a goodbye from Mario before you before bet. we let you go? You bet. Goodbye to everybody. Love you very much. You number one. Oh, and thank you so much for playing my games. Woohoo! Charles Martinet, thank you so very much. Thank you. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.